Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody. What a wonderful, beautiful, snowy morning we have here in southeastern Wisconsin. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer, and next to me is my co host, Danny Bush. We are the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, and we are taking your phone calls at 414-799-1250 if you have any questions or comments. And uh, good morning, Greg. Greg Janik, our producer here as usual, fighting his way through the snow. Uh, Danny, uh, just real quick, yeah, you got a little surprise sitting there. It's uh, What would you say that's about a... Three foot by three foot or four by four. Well, Tom, let's imagine. Cut out of squirrels. Now, Tom, Tom, let's imagine that there's a muskie laying along the side of it, right? Yeah. Okay. I would say that's about a 42-inch muskie by 39-inch muskie. If we go, you know, rectangle looking at it. If you don't, nobody knows what we're talking about. One of our listeners, Tom, uh, who I talked to out in Pewaukee, Fairly frequently, he's one of the locals out there. He used to he he, he used to uh, fish that Brule River way up oh, yeah? in the North Country yeah. years ago. Okay. Yeah, he had some great trips. But anyway, he gave me a collage of squirrels here on this like uh, forty by forty target. So there's probably a hundred squirrels, gray squirrels, <laughs> fox squirrels, and he says I can use it for target practice yeah. in my. In well, my I, living room. I actually added the... Oh, you added that? I added the living room but part. This, he, he said this target practice. This is the practice. ideal, ideal yeah. for target practice. I, I, fi- I figure you could set that up in a living room and use your pellet gun. Well, I'd like to take <laughs> it out in the woods with the twenty-two, and you could go from squirrel to squirrel take, yeah. and count your kill shots, and they're all kind of like a good headshot facing yep. you. And they're mostly, uh, looks like mostly fox squirrels there, which are my... Favorite. A few grays maybe mixed in there. You know, there was an interesting photo I was going to mention a couple of weeks ago in uh, Midwest Outdoors magazine. Yeah. Somebody took a picture of a, a squirrel allegedly in Wisconsin, because I think that's all the reader photos are supposed yeah. to be from Wisconsin. And yeah. it was a fox squirrel, Tom, but it was a really unique 
uh, color phase. Now, most people probably wouldn't even know what type of squirrel it was. But I recognize it because in Florida, yeah. the fox squirrels are not like the fox squirrels up here. Like up here, they're, they're rusty colored with red-orange tail yeah. and so yeah. forth. Um, in Florida, they're black and white. They got like a, uh, uh, I think it's either like a, the end of their nose is white and then their head black or vice versa. It's weird. It's like yeah. half the head is black and half white. And their body is like black and white. It's mm-hmm. it's a very strange color pattern. So if this guy had a picture of a fox squirrel from Wisconsin, how would it have that Florida color pattern unless it's just a rare genetic freak type know. thing? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to let everybody know that at 630, we have a few guests coming in the show from the ice fishing show that's going on right now at State Fair Park. Well, not right now, but this weekend, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Kevin Clancy from Ice Junkies, and uh, he's bringing somebody with him, but Ron didn't say the guy's name who's coming with him. So so it's uh, Kevin Clancy from Ice Junkies and another fella. And speaking of ice, I did talk to uh, one of the Pewaukee local sodbusters uh, recently, and he... uh, he set up uh, a couple tip-ups right outside the shallow weed line near his house. Caught a couple 16-inch walleyes the Is other that day. Right? Yeah, because yeah, so. uh, the launch at uh, Smokies and other launches, there's iced in now. They're iced in. And, oh, and Smokies does have about 70 suckers left. And they Ooh. might not be selling them, because if they're not, I'm going to smoke some. Ooh, uh... <laughs> Who is in charge of counting those suckers? I don't know. Who I mean, got? it's not uh, easy. They're swimming. Yeah. You get you, a headache, man. What do you got on the line, Greg? We have your buddy Kevin from Greenfield. Oh, yeah. Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, you wonderful people. Hey, I'm up, 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 up. Well, yeah. well, you've been drinking a lot of you coffee been, uh, this morning, Kevin. You finally picked up that Viagra coffee. prescription. Hey, but I got I got your FM here in Greenfield. Yes, I did. The FM. Yeah, the 105.7 FM, the fan, or yeah, always at fan. 12.50 a.m., either one. Oh, yes. Um, what uh, <clears throat> What's the best herring to eat on New Year's? Best herring for New Year's. Yeah, you know, yeah. herring, you see it in the store. It comes either with uh, I can't the see, white I'm... sauce. Yeah, okay, but it comes with either white sauce or no sauce. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Either one. I like them both. You, you... I like them both. There's white sauce and, you yeah. know, herring, my There's dad. Two different ones. I remember as a kid going to a fish place market up in Duluth, yeah. uh, Minnesota, oh, yeah. and he'd uh-huh. pick up smoked Herring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like that stuff. Yeah, you got the cream yeah. sauce and the wine sauce. Yeah, cream and wine, that's it. There we go. Wine. Oh, is it Ma Benches, Tom? Yeah, that's it. Ma Benches. Yeah. Ma Benches. Oh, Tommy, and, and, that's great. Yeah, it's, crackers. Yeah, it's excellent. It's very good stuff. And and a lot of herring, like Cisco, are, are a lot of times called like lake herring, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you, uh, hey, hey, Tom. What? How'd you get started in radio? How did Tom get You know, started? that that's actually a funny story. Thanks for asking me that, Kevin. Hey. I will tell you that. Yeah, okay, listen, listen got to the this. Face for listen it. on air. Yeah, I got, well, for, yeah, that's number one. Son of a gun, you listen to him. Smart Alec over there. What did he say? He said, I got the face for it for radio. <laughs> you know, in, in Major League, he, a lot. he looks a lot like Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah, well, Never anyway. That? Yeah, if you uh, ever want to see Tom the True Newbauer, watch the movie Major League, which came out in, what, 1989? 
And after like Willie Mays Hayes gets his uh, first, Willie Mays Hayes gets his first single, and uh, Bob Euchre is very happy. He looks over in the press box, and you can see uh, Tom over there. Yeah, yeah. Tom well, have a smoke? No, they didn't allow us to smoke. Didn't there. Ha- no, really? In yeah, the movie up, in set? The pre- up in the press box. I don't think we were. I, I don't think Does we you have could. a smoke hanging on the side uh, of your you mouth. You know, we might Old have school. done. I guarantee we might you were able to. Yeah, yeah we might have. I just know. In fact, there was more I, smoke in a stadium than there remember. was in California yeah. wildfire. Yeah. yeah, it was. Back then, you could. Yeah. The managers were smoking in the dugout. Yeah. So, how'd you I, get your start, Tom? Well, Answer Kevin's you know, question. Okay. You know, the funny thing was, I, I knew, you know, was. We needed some type of outdoor show, you know, fishing, hunting, yep. some kind of outdoor radio show. Yep. And I went, I had a meeting set up with WTMJ. Okay. And then I had, a, then I called WISN and our meeting was sooner at ISN. And I went in there and uh, I basically said, guys, and I was talking to the station manager and the program manager. And I said, look, I said, uh, you know, there are a lot of people in this state, especially in southeastern Wisconsin, that are anglers and hunters and outdoors people that really are looking for a, a radio show on this. And I said, when you look at the number of fishing licenses sold, hunting licenses sold, kids under 16 for who don't need fishing licenses, and at that time, if you were over 65, you didn't have to have one either, but now you do for a reduced rate. But, And I said, you have roughly... Half of the state, over 2 million people, over 2 million at that time, have an interest in fishing or hunting or both. And I says, and you're doing a disservice to your, uh, you know, to your uh, listeners. Your base. And then I told them a little bit about myself, you know, and what I was doing and all that stuff. And they agreed to give me a time slot. They hired me on and I started doing the show. It was called what, the Tom Neubauer Outdoor Show. What year was that, Tom? 1990 or 91. I think it was 91. See, I didn't know it existed then. I got yeah. it. I, I started listening to talk radio back in 92 when I was working in Kenosha, and I started listening to the score all the time. And I listened to sports talk, and I thought at the time, wouldn't it be great if there were sports talk on hunting and yeah, fishing? Yeah. Oh, and oh, you know, one of the comments... The, the comment the station manager at ISN said to me at the time when I was telling him, you have a lot of people that are interested in hunting and fishing in this right. area. And he says, oh, how many can that be? And I had it all printed out from the DNR, a million and a half fishing licenses, 900,000 hunting licenses. You know, I had it all printed out. I said, here, look from the statistics of the DNR. It's roughly half of the state. And he went, oh, really? You know, he, they had no clue. They had no clue. Well, he wasn't a hunter or an angler. No. He didn't have a clue about how many people were interested in it, you know, and, and especially in all the other aspects of the outer doors in Wisconsin. So, yeah, it, 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 they just realized, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe we should. So, and here you are 40 years later. Well, how many? 26, 26, 26 years, years later. later. Wow. Yeah, I spent uh, 16 there and nine here. Is that nine? I think it's nine here, yeah. Because I got I got let go. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, Why would they th- let Tom? Well, no, go. this actually, in a capitalistic society, it was a good decision on on the station's part, because the station was paying me to come in every week. Okay, whereas now somebody was paying them for the time slot. Oh, so it's like, well, it's a no brainer. Let somebody pay for the times. I mean, I mean, I would have done it myself if I was the station manager. Sure. 
So I, I was, I mean, strictly I was strictly a business decision. Yeah, I, I was <clears throat> disappointed, Danny. Yeah. Disappointed, yes. But was I angry? No, because I could see their side of it. That yeah, it was a good decision. Why should they pay me when somebody's yeah. going to pay them? At least you didn't have to resign uh, like Al Franken or anything. Like that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, and and to tell you the truth, this show, the Cutting Edge Outdoors show, is a much better show than I ever did. The reason being is that when you only have yourself to depend on, right? You really have to have a lot of stuff ready. You know, get, I mean, you know, really. I get bored listening to my. If I, hey, wanted to, oh, I wouldn't want to do it just by myself. Oh, I know it is so I much get bored better out of my mind when you have other people to converse with, you know, and yep. bounce stuff off of. And honest to God, Danny, I'm not lying. One time while I was doing the show, I actually was so boring to myself, I fell asleep. <laughs> I dozed off during a sentence. I, I honest to God, I dozed off. My producer had to wake me up. At the, we have a, you know, like we wear headsets now, but if my producer wanted to talk to me, he would talk to me in one ear. Nobody one else ear could hear it, just me, right? Now they got a little shock collar. They hit the button. Well, and now shock I, you I, I, no, I'm right across. Right? I'm right across from Greg, hot seat. So he can say something to me, you know, or holler at me. Well, he was in a different room. Well, anyway, he had to wake me up. Greg just waves fingers that's, at us. Yeah, that's how boring I was at that one show. Yeah, I was so boring. I fell asleep, I bored myself to sleep, and my producer had to wake me up. <laughs> so, no, this show, The Cutting Edge Outdoors, is definitely, without a doubt, hands down, much better. Much, much better. Right. Hey, we got to go to our first break. Folks, don't forget, at 630, uh, right after the gut report, we've got a couple of guests coming in. The Ice Junkies, Kevin Clancy and another fella. They are at the Milwaukee uh, uh, Ice Fishing Show that's at State Fair Park this weekend. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll be right back of, with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 AM and 1057 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for joining us this dark Saturday morning. A little snow on the ground. Want to thank the men in blue out there serving and protecting. We want to thank the red as well. That's the fire department. Someone emailed us and said yeah, the so red is the fire. Red is fire. Want to thank all you guys for protecting us and working hard. Sometimes a thankless job, but you're out there when everybody's warm and cozy in bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, speaking of emails, you can always email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. There's always that. Or you can call us at 414-799-1250. I'm sure a lot of people will have some questions about ice fishing stuff because I hate to say it, Danny. Well, some people love this, love for it to be said. Some people don't, but ice fishing is here. Snow is here and ice fishing is here. It is here. Uh, those, those launches froze up quick. You know, yeah. Are people going out now on the lakes? I now Have maybe I don't know about down here if there's enough ice on some of the shallower lakes to go out. I don't know that yet. Uh, but uh, I know from about the middle of the state north, people are going out. Yeah, people are going out. 
catching fish. But there's always a tragic story or two. Always. Every time there's time always time. one, yeah. yeah. And in the spring. Mm-hmm. And there will be at least one snowmobiler that goes through somewhere in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You know, More that, than one, I think, too. That, that always one. seems to be a... Uh, be a problem as well. You know, I'm surprised they didn't institute, you know, the the, the rule they have out on the Madison Chain of Lakes where you got to have those flotation devices on your ATVs or snowmobiles. I'm surprised they haven't instituted that all over yet, you know? Yeah. I'm surprised, I'm surprised they haven't either, uh, of course. But think, all the cars that drive out on different lakes, everybody would be all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what kind of. What was it, uh, no, two, two years ago? In Lake Geneva, all those cars went through. Oh, yeah, all they those were all cars parked. went. They are parked on the ice. Oh, okay. No. And all that ice broke. Rule number one for Dan Dan: I avoid parking in parking lots on the ice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> now they do do, do it at our good sponsor, Curly's Waterfront Pub. Yeah, and you'll see during the ice fisheries. Yeah, in fact, the uh, walleyes for tomorrow one's coming up soon. We got to call Tom Kep yep. and get some info on that because mm-hmm. he's but um they will park there because it gets and, and you know what it's uh it's it, it's i'll wait it'll be later in the year when the ice is really 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 thick mm-hmm. yeah so i might do that and your truck's only gonna sink in seven feet of water instead of eight and maybe it'll cost you <laughs> five thousand to get it out instead of ten thousand it still shouldn't be parking there when you think about it well you know the one year danny you remember it when the ice was 30 inches i mean that was one horrific cold year and the ice was so thick i don't think there was a problem parking in the parking lot outside of Smokies there for the fishing jamborees but most years? Eh, I don't know. No, I, I I think I told you the story about my buddy years ago who uh, he moved up up north. Nickname was Skip. He uh, Skip and his buddies used to do a lot of drinking back in the day, and and years ago they were out drinking at uh, uh, what's it called? Now it's on the far west end of the lake near the condos. Uh, it was Airman oh. Sandtrap, Sports Stock. Uh, now, uh, oh, I know what you're called? talking what's about. It called now because. Uh, uh, Those places. My friend Susie names. works there. They change bartending. Names, yeah. But anyway, he was partying there, and at about midnight, they headed across, driving across the lake to Captain Jack's, which mm-hmm. is the sports dock now. And they got out in the middle of the lake, and this guy had like his hot rod. I sound like like some late sixties mm-hmm. jacked up hot rod. I don't know why he's even driving it in the winter. Mm-hmm. And the guy's drunk, and he's out there spinning donuts in the middle of the lake. <laughs> You know, woohoo, spinning yeah. dough. And all of a sudden, my buddy Skip said to him, Hey, we're kind of off the main trail here, right? Because there was kind of a tra- you can follow the yeah. trail that goes yeah. from one bar to the next. Mm-hmm. And just then they hear crack, crack, crack. And his buddy was like in shock. And he had to, Skip had to kind of slug him in the arm to get out. And they got out. The car went through, slowly tipped on its side. Mm went upside down and slowly sank on down. And they're standing there, just staring, not saying a word. And all the guy said, all the guy said was after it sunk in like over 30 feet of water, he said, man, I love that car. And then they, (laughs) then they walked to Captain Jack's and they started drinking there. And they said, they told Captain Jack, they told him about it, and he got upset and threw him out of the bar. Really? Get the hell out. Well, I think maybe... He maybe 
if you're serving them, somehow maybe you might get implicated in uh, a couple drunk guys putting a car through. May, I don't know. Yeah. So that, that was an expensive wow. thing to get that car out wow. of the, uh, yeah, that's, you don't, you never want to be those guys. No. Not only is it expensive having it fished out of there, but then to restore it back to where it was. Oh my God. Well, there's pretty oh. much no restoring for most of those guys. Well, they can, yeah, they can restore it, but it. It's going to be expensive and take a while. Yeah, I think most cars oh. that go through the ice, they pretty much call them totaled. Yeah, but you can still work on the metal's still good. You know, I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I ain't restoring nothing. I ain't working on nothing, Greg. It's off to the junkyard. That's your, your your loss for being a dog. Now, does does insurance even cover that? Is Probably my question. Not. Uh, Probably not. I don't know. Does insurance if you, if cover you're that? At, if you're I don't at know. Fault, if you're at fault for driving on a Lake? I don't, See, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe one of our callers Listen, could tell us, does insurance if, cover that? If one I of our listeners who's put their car through the ice and wants to admit it can call and tell us, <laughs> did... Uh, you can do it anonymously <laughs> if you want. Did, did flow cover it? <laughs> did the double discount, yeah. double check cover it when you put it through? I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they would. I don't think they would. But then again, it's not a hazard on the road. It's not you. You mm. did this on your own doing. Yeah, I know. Well, no, the lake did it to you. No, that you lake, were a dumbass. You should have had to decide to have donuts. You decided to do donuts in the, in, the, in the middle of the lake. <laughs> Sue Mother falls Act of God. Yeah, Sue Mother Nature. That's not a hazard God. One minute there was 40 inches of ice. Next thing it was cracking under my feet. I don't understand it. Hey, we got somebody that I think might have an answer calling us right now. Uh, they might we, have maybe an answer. Maybe we got an insurance hope, agent that listens to I us. I hope so. Would that be, that would be cool. Having us coffee. <laughs> then we right could now. try to sell him uh, advertising. Well, maybe he could sell you a policy. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got Ice one. But I, hey, I'm always for dummies. How I'm, about outdoorsman's policy? There you go. Who you, who you got, Greg? We have Kurt from Sussex. Hey, good morning, Kirk. Thanks for calling. What's up? Hey. Um, I'd say probably 18 years ago, um, my buddy and, uh, and I, uh, his truck went through, uh, Lake Winnebago. Yeah. Right in front of the, um, I think it was the finalized yacht club. Okay. Okay. And, um, his insurance covered it. They did? Yep. Wow. Oh, under the, under, uh, the, uh, uh what? Uh, collision or whatever. Or not, yeah, Comps. whatever. Yeah, um, I think that's it, it was covered. That's Comprehensive, yeah. It was well, covered. It was covered. Well, that's a gosh darn good insurance company then. I guess we all better, t every guy who drives on the ice better switch to that company, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, thanks for calling and letting thanks us know. Hey, by the yeah. way, you guys got any tickets for the ice fishing show? No, we gave them away last week. Yeah, I know. Because yeah, because <laughs> we had to mail them in time. I, you know, okay. if I if I gave you any tickets, I'd have to be mailing them on Monday, and it'd be a little late for you to go. <laughs> you no, know, no, Tom would have driven over <laughs> no, to your house. Yeah, right. Kurt. He'd, he'd come. Special delivery. Yeah, right. Yeah. Door to door. All right. But, okay. okay. Well, thanks for calling. Take care. Yep. Appreciate Bye. it. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. No, you can uh, you can always get tickets at the door. So if you so. if you put your if you put your vehicle through the ice, you're comprehensive. You know, they, they might have something where ice if waiver. you're ice fishing. Maybe it's a special, you got to pay extra. Uh, what do they call that when you add a it? A premium? No. Uh, they add it onto the premium. Yeah. Uh, it's a. Um, add, uh, a add on. 
Uh, not add-on. <laughs> oh, I know. Is it's it a, a rider. A rider. Rider. Yeah. Rider. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, they Maybe might have it's that, a special rider they might onto have your that policy. If, if you're specifically doing it to ice fish, but you're being a moron and doing donuts in the middle of the lake, they probably wouldn't cover that. Hey, hey, they hey. Might, they might do some investigation on that. You only have 25 that. beers. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, I had comprehensive cover one time, Tom, that you wouldn't believe. I uh, had a uh, head-on collision with a rabbit. Oh, no. Yep. I... Did, he, did, did it survive? I, I, kid, I kid you not. I was driving home from Chicago. We had a meeting in Chicago, a six-month meeting, and it was on Saturday nights, and it sucked because I, I had to get up at five. I had to be at the club I was managing at six up in Green Bay. And I was driving back, and for some reason, I wasn't on the main roads. I was on, like, one of those side – it was a highway coming back to Green Bay. It was, like, five in the morning. And I was like, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, man, I was pretty tired. I mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have been driving at the time. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I see a flash, and all of a sudden, boom, I hit something. And this is like in February, middle of winter, and I'm like, oh, God, what just happened? So I thought maybe I'd hit a cat or something mm-hmm. right in the farm country or a skunk. No, that and, would be the uh, worst. And I get out, <clears throat> and, and, it, and it was black and white. I saw a flash of black and white. So I get out in the middle of the road. I didn't even pull over the side. I was the only vehicle on the road. And I walked back, and there laying in the road is the biggest giant rabbit I ever saw in my life. It was a pet rabbit? It was one of those was big farm big. rabbits, okay, right? Yeah, and it yeah, broke yeah. the spoiler on my 76 Trans Am. Oh, yeah? So I had to go to Ray Jasky Insurance in Green Bay and talk to old Ray there. He's since passed away, but he's a good guy. And I said, Ray, I hits. He says, oh, okay, no problem. What'd you hit? I said, a rabbit. He stops, <laughs> and he looks at me, and he says, okay, we'll cover that. Okay. <laughs> Got it covered, $175 yeah. oh. for a new spoiler. Uh, we'll take this call real quick before we go to a break. We got Tex in the Big Rig. Hey, Tex in the Big Rig, how you doing today? Well, I'm glad I just got out of the Big Rig. That was a long trip last night. Yeah, oh, where'd, you come, where you, where'd you come from? Oh, well, uh, Appleton, yeah. and, uh, oh. southwest Illinois and back. Oh, okay. So what's on yeah. your mind this morning, Tex? Hey, I just want to tell you about, uh, just give a little heads up about the ice up here and uh, experience I had right there. You know where the mouth of the river is in yep. Oshkosh? Yeah. Yep. Well, just uh, south of there is Arnie and Ed's boat ramp, and uh, I always mark that boat ramp with my GPS every time I go out just in case anything changed. Yeah. And, uh and uh, the day before, a guy went through the ice because he, he uh, kind of got disoriented and drove and got in that current, you know, of the mouth of the river there. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, that the next day when I was out there fishing, it, it came a whiteout. And uh, boy, if it wasn't for having that GPS, but on the way out, there was a there's always a nice crack there, and you got to be real careful because sure enough, the tail end of my truck you know, kind of dropped down in the ice there. And so then I had to find a good place to go back across when I came home, you know. Did wow. you have to find a good place to go uh, go <laughs> wipe your butt after you crapped your <laughs> pants with the back of the... I can I can see my sphincter tightening if all of a sudden I felt the back of the truck go through. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. Well, the guy that was following me out there, he had a brand new truck. Now I thought, well, you better just stop right there and ride with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I, I, but anyway, just a word to the wise. We're just starting to get a little bit of ice up here, and uh, I don't even think about driving anything out yeah. on it yet. It, and, enough uh, to walk mark on. your boat landings yeah. wherever you drive yeah. off of when but, you do drive. But, Tex, there's enough to walk out on, right? Uh, just, just very little. 
Very little. Yeah. Very little. See, he doesn't want to okay. be responsible, Tom. That's so right. He's not yeah, going to say, I know. you're yeah, going to go yeah, test yeah. it yourself. Yeah. Buyer I beware. Go, uh, I yeah. go right out on very first ice where you can only walk to, but there's only a couple places right now that you can do yeah. that. I would only do it where the water's not over my head. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Tex. Right, exactly. Yeah. Have a good week. Thanks Take for care, calling, Tex. Take care. Bye now. All right, bye. We got to go to a break right now. Uh, the gut report is coming up next. Plus, we have a couple of guests. I'm going to go out and look, see if they're here. Uh, Kevin Clancy from Ice Junkies and somebody else. So we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooters Pies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Stay tuned, folks. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The gut report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. You know, there's a lot of herbs and spices that go with certain types of meat, meals or, or meats and vegetables, whatever. You know, and, and it's good to pair these things, okay? Now, if you know of any that I'm not going to mention or that I don't mention, you can always give us a call here or send them to me at uh, CEOguys at Yahoo.com. But for an example, sage and pork, perfect. Rosemary and potatoes, that's it. Mint and lamb, you bet. Thyme and chicken, yes. Basil and tomatoes, yes. Salt and pepper on almost anything. Garlic with almost anything. And dill and fish. Those are just some of the things that pair well together with each other. And uh, like I said, if you know of any other pairings that go good, like uh, cumin and uh, Mexican food, you give me an email at ceoguys at yahoo.com. The Gut Report is brought to you by V. Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. I just said that. The Gut Report is brought to you by V. Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V. Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. So I take it, Greg, you saw the guys pull in? Yeah. There's Chuck that just pulled in. I yeah. don't know if they're here for the show, but that, they're here. That that must be them. Yeah. So I I hope Danny puts something in the door so he doesn't get locked out. <laughs> I'm sure he'll or, just hold it open and start or, yelling or, at him. Or maybe he'll go out the front instead of the side. We'll no. see. We'll see. I well going we'll, out the front would be even worse. He doesn't have a Oh yeah. Fob. Well, no, he could open the door from the inside, but then he'd have to prop open that one door to get to the second door, you know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it looks like uh, they're going to be here now, and it looks like you know. Oh, and and the freeways, by the way, folks, if you're going to be traveling this morning, uh, there were a lot of salters out. Greg, did you notice those? You know, yeah, the, freeways the, are fine. Yeah, the freeways are fine. There, I mean, there's some areas where you, you know. Or maybe there might be some blowing snow in that, so you just got to be careful of that. Otherwise, it's pretty good. The side streets. Oh, see, this guy's calling right now. Here, I want to answer this while we're live on the air. All right. Uh, hello. Yeah, Bushy is uh, waiting for you. So come on over. Come over to the east side door. To the side door. It's on the east side of the building. Just walk on over. Bushy's by the door waiting for you, okay? All righty. Bye. All right. Well, we got that cleared out. <laughs> Boy, now, you talk about live radio, eh? That would never happen on a pre-recorded show. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, the side streets, yeah, they're snow covered, but as far as the freeway and the main streets, they're they're good to go. Even and, even main side streets are. Yeah, they're good. Are and the fine. roundabouts, they're the the roundabouts have been salted. So, and uh, now I didn't hear any any more any more snow today, right? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, no more today. That I think there's supposed it. to be some Sunday night. Yeah, and they said it was going to be an inch or two. I think it was maybe only an inch. I don't maybe, even know if it was maybe, that. Maybe, yeah, maybe. So it wasn't so bad, but it was our first measurable snowfall of the season here in southeastern Wisconsin. Now they've had snow up in northern Wisconsin, and according there was to- one there was one day about two three weeks ago, they had a lake effect snow by the uh, airport. Oh yeah, and really? they they measured an eighth of an inch. Oh really? Oh okay. So I mean that's really nothing. It probably not even got to where I live, so <laughs> I didn't even notice it. At all. Anyway, it looks like our, our guys are here. Kevin Clancy from Ice Junkies, and he brought somebody with him. Which one of you guys is Kevin? I'm Kevin. Hi, Kevin. And who's this? this is Ryan Salemi. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget. Ryan Ryan Salemi? Salemi. I'm just going to spell that el- uh, phonetically. <laughs> Brian, he'll be calling you Brian. Nobody's worse with names than Tom. Yeah, and you can, yeah, you, yeah, you can hey, uh, pull those microphones right up to your face. You've got some headsets sitting in front of you there, so in case you know we get a caller and, and you can hear us too and whatever. Radio lesson one hundred and one: the yeah. biggest mistake people make is when they turn they turn to talk like this, and all of a sudden other yeah. people can't hear you. Eh? Yeah, so right. you got to when you talk, you got to yeah. keep your keep your mouth right. pointed towards the microphone. Now you guys are ice junkies, right? yes, sir. Okay, and uh, you've been on Larry Smith's show, right? Yes. We yeah. Have. And uh, so you've done a lot of, well, I know you guys do a lot of ice fishing because that's what you're that's down what here do. for. Now, ha, do you, where are you guys from? We're from Illinois. About Okay, uh, get out. No. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, I hate, I hate okay. saying that. Oh, Mr. Original <laughs> Tom over here. I think you're the worst, Greg. And Tom just is every obvious. Oh, God. Of when course. you think bad joke you, that you can come up with. you got to throw that in. So, when, no, you guys when you are think f- ice fishing, you don't think Illinois. Well, that's exactly what came through my mind yeah. was I'd never think of ice fishing in Illinois. In fact, I've known people from Illinois, but I never knew one who ice fished. We well, got, got a bunch of them now. Right got two of them yeah. now. We changed things a little bit. Yeah. You know, with ice junkies outdoors. Yeah. Well, eventually you do get ice on some of your lakes. Eventually. Usually it's you? pretty good, actually. Yeah. You know, we'll be on yeah. ice the second week of December through yeah. maybe the second week of March. Yeah. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Well, last okay. couple of years, you know. But that's northern Illinois. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, up where do you guys uh, fish up here? All over. Um, Vilas County, mm-hmm. Oneida County, Pete and Wolf Lowage, one of my favorites. Oh yeah, that's always good. That that has a yeah, that's a real good fishery, especially in ice fishing. Too. It really is yeah. nice, yeah. nice crappies. Is that where you went? Uh, did a show with Larry Smith? We actually did Castle Rock. Oh, you did Castle there, Rock. Yeah, I hate that lake. That's not my favorite <laughs> lake either. If I had a choice, it would be Pete and Well. Why do you yeah. hate Castle Rock, Tom? It... Come on, Tom, open up. Oh, well, I got lost on it one time in the fog. It's <laughs> it's not a I wouldn't call it a great fishery. It's okay, but not great. You really got to know where you're going, and it's mm-hmm. so big, yeah. uh, and those fish move around a lot. And you know, I mean, it, it, it's a tough lake. Yeah, it's a tough lake. 
there are some nice fish in there, though. Oh, there are. There. Oh, yeah. There's some like big pike and bass and walleyes and all that and let's, big carp. Let's, ba- <laughs> let's back up or back down to yeah. Illinois. Right. Uh, what do you fish for in Illinois? Well, I'm a big crappie guy. Yeah. yeah same here. Really? Through the ice, it's panfish mostly yeah. for us. And they got some good-sized crappies down there and some good, decent lakes? It goes in cycles. Okay. But uh, we're fortunate. We live on a private lake. Okay. And... Um, it's it's hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, it's a really good lake. It, it's... Well, you, you manage it to be that way. Yes, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I I bring this up every year. You know what a rat finky is, right? Yes, I do. All right, excellent bait, excellent ice fishing bait, and then you know a ratso, right? Mm-hmm. Excellent bait. The only difference between the two is the tail. The tail. Yep. So so you could buy two ratsos, cut off the tail on one, and you got a rat finky. And you got a rat so it's like I why would you buy the rat finky? <laughs> you would just buy the ratzos. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. If you're I, in the mob, you don't like a rat <laughs> or a finky. <laughs> hey, listen, we gotta go to a quick break. We're gonna be back with Kevin Clancy and Ryan Salemi. There you go. Hey, right. Hey, we oh got it God. right. And uh they're Pick the you're ahead, they're the ice junkies and they're appearing at the Milwaukee Ice Fishing Show at State Fair Park this weekend. So you can always go visit them there. But if you got any questions for the ice junkies, you can call us now at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. You are listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. the midwestern shooter supply cutting edge outdoors thanks for listening 799-1250 799-1250 why you ask because the horn swoggle contest is going on right now and we forgot to promote it or you i did can be the to. next contestant on the horn swoggle contest i'm gonna uh, pose three statements about the great outdoors could be hunting could be fishing could be wildlife if you have some knowledge of those things, if you, if you get two out of three correct, what do they win, Tom? They win a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago, where they do more than just meat. They have seafood. They've got sauces. They've got rubs. They've got free samples, which is my favorite, of course. But, free. Uh, and they also do catering at Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. So we have a caller now. So we'll have a contestant. So I was just telling Kevin and Ryan about uh, the Hornschwaggle, and they said, what the hell is a Hornschwaggle? (laughs) (laughs) I had to kind of tell them what a Hornschwaggle was. You guys never heard of that down in Illinois, eh? No, that's we did not. No, that's I, <laughs> that, might, that might be synonyms. A, that, bamboozle. Yeah, bamboozle. Hoodwink. Isn't Hoodwink. that a wrestler? BS. <laughs> big Hornschwaggle. All right, who we got? We have Jeff from Milwaukee. Hey, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. 
Yep, I'm, I'm oh. listening. Yep. Okay, right. so here you go, Jeff. I'll make the statement. If I'm pulling your leg, it's a hornswoggle. If I speak its truth, it's no hornswoggle. We're talking ice fishing in the studio today. Here we go. The okay. tip-up. The tip-up was invented in 1902 by Mr. Werner von Braun. Oh, you are right, Jeff. <laughs> Good for you. Oh my God! <laughs> All Sorry, right, uh, hey, Bushy my, craps I, himself I, up. I crack myself up here. Okay. Uh, that the uh, black squirrel, being as I'm a you know big squirrel hunter, and my favorite okay. listener Tom here got me my squirrel target over here. The black squirrel is actually, just as in black Angus beef, is more delicious squirrel meat than regular squirrel meat. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? I'll say that's a hornswoggle. That's a hornswoggle. Yeah, you're too... Well, you're, you're a winner already. Let's see if you would have got the third one here. Let's see Let's if, see if yeah. you would have got the third one, Jeff. The standard length... you're a big squirrel hunter. Oh, yeah. Were you? Yeah. Yeah? Where did you squirrel hunt mostly? In Wisconsin? I or? usually go to the southern catamaran. I look pretty good out there. Did you ever get one of those big, giant fox squirrels? You know, years and years ago when I was hunting around the uh, New Berlin area, or not New Berlin, uh, uh, New London, uh, one I shot one really, really nice squirrel. It was uh, so heavy, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, they, they can they can get up to three. I caught in Missouri, I got a couple that were pushing three pounds back in the day. So. Yeah, it was amazing. I didn't, never thought a squirrel could get that big. It was pretty cool. Here was going to be my final question, just so you can go okay. three for three. The standard normal length of an ice fishing jig pole is seven and a half feet. That's so All right, you're three for three. Good job. Thanks for listening, Jeff. Right. Jeff, Jeff, hold on. We, yeah, go ahead. Jeff, you need to stay on the line so I can get your info. All right, thank you. So just hold you're on. You're welcome. Hold on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, we are talking with Kevin Clancy and Ryan Salemi from Ice Junkies. They're appearing at the ice fishing show. What are you guys? What are you guys doing down there at the ice fishing show at State Fair Park? Well, we got our own booth going on down yeah. there where we're selling plastics. Okay. Um, Hoodies, beanies, ice chunky swag, mm-hmm. and then uh, we're both representing Clam Outdoors too. Okay. So we're kind of floating back between booths. Okay. Now tell us about the plastics because I mean over the years those those have gotten really big. They really have. I'll yeah. let Kevin speak on those. He's our plastics guy. Yeah. What can I tell you? Uh- <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Now, okay, your favorite plastic is by what you guys make, but I mean length, width, color, things like that. Lengthwise. Um- Pretty much an inch is the the middle ground there. Mm-hmm. Um, we make baits that are up to about an inch and a quarter long, down mm-hmm. to three quarters of an inch, a little mm-hmm. tiny bug. Um, with colors, it really depends on the water you're on. I tell everybody pink, white, purple, and red will pretty much cover any lake you're on. Mm-hmm. But then you can get dirty water, clean water. It all depends on where you're at and what you're fishing for. Okay. Um, and for the guys that have um, that have underwater cameras, real important to... Drop those cameras down and, and investigate the bottom of the lake. See what kind of insects are down there, what they're feeding on. Mm-hmm. And Kevin can usually get pretty close to matching the hatch. Yeah. Bugs, okay. worms. And, of course, you know, like, especially like the red ones and the purple ones are kind of imitating the blood worms. Yes. You know? Yeah. Correct. And then so they're going to feed on that a lot. So Yep. Like, to Ryan's point, you want to see what the forage is in the lake. Yeah. And then try and, like they say, match the hatch. Yeah. So is, is it that important, though? Yeah, think? I think so. Or do yeah. you change colors a lot? 
Depends when on what the fishing? fish are doing. Yeah, that's what I mean. See I mean, how they're reacting to different yeah. baits, different colors, and try yeah. and find the one that they want. Yeah, and then go with it. Now, you guys said you guys are fishing this pond, which is awesome because there's a lot of fish in it, right? So they, they bite just about anything. Well, I wouldn't say that. No, <laughs> where we match the hatch, we have a lot of bloodworms and uh, nymphs mm-hmm. uh, in our lake, and you know you want to stay with. Close, pretty close to that. You're gonna you're gonna outfish the guy next to you using waxworms, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, you know I feel that same way about summer fishing, when I'm using artificial lures, especially a lot of plastics. I yep. I, I can't remember the last time I've used live live bait for bass. I don't think I've used in forty years. Yeah, yeah. You know, same I here. mean, uh, I'd rather use the artificials. Yep, definitely. I'm, and I'm, you're feeling the same way when it comes to ice fishing. Oh, absolutely. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay. So you got this one-inch piece of plastic, which is pretty thin, you know. Right. Uh, Do you put that on a a gold hook or you put it on a jig? How do you uh, rig it up? Typically an ice jig. I like to use tungstens, three, four mil, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes five, depends on how deep you're fishing, the water, all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, But it's small enough that the bait is small enough that it fits right on there nicely you want to keep that thing horizontal that's yes, that's, that's the key important. yeah see you know when 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 i was a foolish person and i iced fished a lot <laughs> when, when you when were? you no when you get older you get smarter see you know and uh <laughs> i'm joking but i always used like uh, a number 10 gold 10 or 12 gold hook and then rigged it so that it was always horizontal you know where you got it you put it through the piece of plastic and then back up through it again so it always stays horizontal. Do you guys ever do that? I have not plane? tried that. No, me no? neither. So you're you're not using a sinker at all? No, no jig head, oh, just a plain no, gold hook. There, there's a sinker above it. You know, maybe about twelve inches above it. There, there is a, a small sinker above it, but uh, just that uh, small gold hook with and and the and well, the hook is. I'm kind of, folks. If if you can't see when you're listening to the radio, I'm drawing a picture of a hook in the air. It's a and thing then of the, beauty. The worm. The plastic is this way. Okay. <laughs> So it's always horizontal the way you rig it. It's always horizontal. You know? That's the but, key is to keep it horizontal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we used to use that a lot. You know, I, yeah. found, I found that that was really good. I, 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 gotta, I don't know why I didn't use a lot of jigs with the plastics. You know, I really didn't. I always went to that little gold hook, you know, with the plastic. Well, the know? tungsten jigs had just but started it, coming out within yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, the problem, though, with using a, a split shot with a gold hook is that if there's any weeds around, the bait kind of gets hung up in the weed, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you don't know it. You know, sometimes. Well, I was curious, what was the action like when you were using that? Oh, I had a spring plastic? spring bobber, and then it would just you, you, just like anything else. You just see that little bit of tip on it, you know. But I must admit, there were times because uh, if I was using a bobber with it, or as you guys might call it, a float. Mm-hmm. Yeah, down in Illinois, you call them a float. <laughs> Wisconsin, they call them bobbers. But anyway, when I'd be using a small float, and you guys, I'm sure, have run into this, I always tried to use an oval one or an upright one yep. because it, if if the bobber ever or the float ever went to its side, then I knew that a fish assumed yeah. the bait yep. and came up with it you know, and yeah. took the yep. weight off of it. And you guys, I'm sure, know that a lot. You know, you, you, On shallow water, you guys use floats? Kevin does. Kevin yeah. likes to. Yeah, I'll use a float, especially I got kids, so keeping the oh, kids yeah. busy and keeping them something to look at. Oh, yeah, you got to have something to look yep. at. Yeah. Keep I never that float sit, in, there and... sit in one spot too long. I like well, to... that's one of the uh, uh, secret size fishing. Got to keep moving. Keep gotta moving. Got to drill a lot of holes. Correct. If you want to stay on the fish all day, yeah. you do. You yeah. got to move. What do you guys use for an auger? I've got the new K-drill this year. 
Same here. K-drill. Okay. I've seen those. Super, seen. super lightweight. Uh-huh. Cuts through the ice like butter. Is that uh, gas or propane or what? You can run that right off your Milwaukee drill. Oh, that's right. That's the drill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. You. That's right. That's use the hand. It's, it's, it's really the way to go if you uh, want. If you want to stay mobile. Yeah. And quick. Number of years ago, I was doing uh, one a show on a, it was an ice fishing show on one of the area lakes, and uh, it was the first time I saw that the guy brought out. He's got like a. He's just got the auger. He doesn't have any top to it, you know. And it's like, where where's the rest of your auger? <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, it's not a. You know, I mean, we use a lot of uh, the manual augers, the yeah, lasers, right. you know, yep. for for you know any ice that was like twelve inches or less, you know. But if it got more than that, then we'd have to go to the power. But anyway, and and I'm looking at him and I said, "Where's where's the rest of it?" And he says, "Oh, I got it right here." And he's holding the drill in his hand, and I, I said, "I've heard about those, <laughs> you know." And it is pretty awesome. Like Ryan said, it really is the way to go. It is. It's it so is. much lighter, without so much a doubt. faster. Now, do you carry extra batteries with you? I got an ex- yeah, one extra I carry yeah, around. Yeah, you want to have two. Yeah, now do you, with the number of, of holes we Right. Now do you put it in any kind of special cooler with heat packs or anything to they keep it warm? They make neoprene yeah. uh, battery warmers. Do they? It seems to work pretty well. Okay, do you put uh, those little those uh, shaking uh, warming pads hand warmers. or hand warmers? That's a great idea. Yeah, put it in your usually you keep the battery in your pocket to keep it warm. Yeah. Throw yeah. it in there with a hand warmer. That's a great yeah. idea. I hear you guys in Illinois also put those wax worms in your mouth to keep them warm, huh? Oh, <laughs> I think you heard wrong there. <laughs> when, we get, when we get bored, you never know what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Anyway, we got to go to a break. It's uh, time now for Greg Janik with our sports update here on 1057 FM, The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 